Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. Six great flavors of slushies. All that. And, of course, the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. Corey takes good care of all of you. It's all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors. Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Keywords 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. The weather is going to be great. So go to the lot and start dreaming. And guess what? They have a great sales staff that can make the dream come true. It's all Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Keywords 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, Matt has had very little to cheer about, so this play-by-play call of the day is for him. Flyers on the Pico power play. Drop it back to the blue line. Ivan Provorov skates to the middle. Gives it a connect. He looking at the net. Took the shot. That pinball up. A man, they score. That hit the flyer. It was James Van Riemsdyk. He's hurt on the play, but I think it's going to be his goal. Tough way to get it, but James Van Riemsdyk on the power play ties it. Season in a nutshell right there. Even when you score, they get injured. <laughs> right. Although we did come back and score another, so props to him. But, yeah. That would happen. Well, he's a tough guy. The league's made up of tough guys. All right, so let's get to this college football playoff deal for a moment. Here's one of the arguments that is now consistently made about college football. And it's, it is an argument that I think is inaccurate. The argument is... Nobody has a more relevant regular season than college football. In what way? I mean, seriously, what way? You want more relevancy in the regular season? How many, quote, meaningless games are played in November? Seriously. That is woefully Uh, incorrect. (laughs) I mean, how many meaningless games are played in November? We're now we're looking at I don't know six games where a team can't lose, or if you're Alabama, you can lose and you're still okay. Right? How many games are played in November? We're at six games on a weekend. And it may be as few as four in a weekend. They have college football playoff implications. 
Hey, if you're sitting there with a seven and three record, you're having a good year and you might finish nine and three. Or you're eight and three. You're eight and three going to the last weekend. How nationally significant is your game? And you're eight and three. If you expand the pool, more games become more relevant. It's as simple as that. Why is Championship Week so much fun on ESPN? Oh, sure, it's Hartford against UMass Lowell. Just want to make sure John Gallagher knows I'm getting his team in there as often as I can here. Right. I want to make sure Johnny Gallagher knows. That's right. We care. Right. But Hartford plays UMass Lowell. Do you normally care? No. No, but at 11 o'clock in the morning, they're playing for the America East Championship, and guess what? The winner goes to the dance. So there's a so there's a better possibility that you care. I'm not saying it's absolute. I'm saying there's a better possibility that you care. Same thing when you get to the month of November. There are going to be some teams that are, you know that might be able to get into this thing with a ten and two record. At ten and two, you're not going to be considered under the current format. But they may start out in the month of November where suddenly you've got a stretch run here. We're sure there are going to be certain teams that are fighting for their spot, and you could also make the argument for seeding position. That's why I talk about 12. Can you get the first round by, which puts more drama into it? That's why I picked 12 and not 16. And this is what they need to take a long, hard look at, because right now they have a big problem. There are too many people not invited to the dance. They're sitting there going, oh, that's great. And they're making the other bowl games irrelevant in the process. They're making them all. They're making them irrelevant in the process. So Heather Dinich of ESPN writes: The CFP has made up a working group of four management committee members: Big Twelve Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, and Jack Swarbrick of Notre Dame. They're expected to make a report to the entire management committee about the future format at the CFP's next meeting, which could be this summer. If there is a model the entire group supports, the committee will present it to the CFP Board of Managers, who have the ultimate authority over the playoff format. For the playoff to change, those 11 presidents and chancellors would have to approve it. The CFP is entering its eighth year, as we just talked about, of a 12-year contractual agreement. All parties involved would have to unanimously agree to change the contract before it expires. To me, if you're going to do this, do not go to six and don't go to eight. Okay? Now's the time to be bold. Okay? Don't do it soft. Be bold. And I think that's really important here. You have to show that you're going that you want to be a playoff that opens the door 
Right, and that that way the five Power Five schools, they all have automatic bids. You know, the five Power Five conferences all have automatic bids, and I'm leaving seven. Seven, and let's you know, let's get a group of five team in there, okay? As a six, that means you got six at larges. And by the way, the uh, 2021 playoff this year is going to be at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. <laughs> but the, you know, you need to utilize. Okay, now this year it's the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl are the semifinal games. Okay, if you go to 12, you can utilize the Rose Bowl every year in some form. You can utilize the Cotton Bowl every year in some form, the Fiesta Bowl every year in some form, the Peach Bowl, the Orange Bowl. Every year you can do this. Okay, in a march to get there. Every year. And there just be, would be more interest than ever. And suddenly when you're hitting the stretch run, now it's a fight for seeding. It's a fight for a buy. It's a fight to get in. There would be more games become relevant. Auburn plays Alabama. Okay, Alabama right now is uh, would be a three seed. What if Auburn wins? Now Alabama has to play the first round. Becomes a tougher road. And not only that, I think it changes the recruiting landscape. In the NFL, we're going to have the draft next week, and we'll have some draft shows next week. And, I mean, you know, we'll try to – I mean, I'll slip in a question or two about the Eagles because I don't want to depress the passengers too much. Um, <laughs> we're smarter than you. We picked Jalen Rager. Uh, the Vikings are going, they did what? What? They did what? I mean, the Vikings couldn't run the Jefferson card to the table fast enough. <laughs> hey, over here. <laughs> oh, we'll never get Jeffrey. Oh, maybe we will. <laughs> Second round. Well, what are they, they going to do? J- what? They picked Jalen Hurt? What? <laughs> this is your team, man. Yeah. But in in the pros, if you have the worst record in this particular year, it's Jacksonville. You get an opportunity at Trevor Lawrence. In college football, you have the worst record. You have pretty good odds of getting one of the worst recruiting classes. You have the best record. You have really good odds of getting one of the better classes. College football is 180 of the NFL in terms of the ability to spread the wealth because of perception. Well, now if you have 12 teams in, and some teams are getting themselves in on a regular basis, the whole thing, you know, if you could show recruits that you've got an avenue to the promised land, I think it means a lot, and I think it spreads the wealth out more. It has the potential to spread the wealth out more. How about that? Because right now that's not happening. 
Right now it's not happening. So they're going to take a look at it. 6, 8, 10, 12, 16. Go bold. Don't be meek about this. Well, well, what? Just do it. In fact, if you really want to, we'll get Nike to sponsor it, and that way they can just do it. If they do this, I'll be curious about the timing of all this. Like, do you have to end the regular season earlier? What does this do yeah. for other bowl games? Like, those are the things you have to you'd have to find a way to work out too. Well, if you if there's if you're selected, you're selected. You still have the other bowl games. You still have the other bowl games. You know they'll go on. They'll be played as always. You know it's fine. We still have a Gator Bowl. Still have a. You now I know you're you know you're a big fan of the Lone Shark Bowl. I mean you know. <laughs> well, see if if they can keep like the the, the bigger like the New Year Six. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. Utilize them to yeah. do this format, right? And now, then and now, then dump dump the other ones is what I'm saying. The, no, you don't dump the other bowls. No, 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 no. <laughs> You don't do that. Okay? You can't do that. Okay? It's, I, Money-wise, yeah, I know, but... No, it's not just money-wise, but you, you have no idea how much how, how charities benefit from these things. That, that's a lot of unspoken stuff about what goes on. Look, play them. You should see the ratings for these things. There's usually one or two bowl games a year that have fewer than a million viewers. People are sitting at home. Okay, I'll watch a bowl game. Hey, it looks good. That's like a pretty good game. Yeah, the Gasparilla Bowl. Can't wait. True, but if you expand these playoffs, I think you're going to see them decrease. I don't want to say dramatically, no. but you're going to see a noticeable no. decrease, I think. Because no, you will no, have, no. because the reason no, no, why no, people no. watch those then is because they're hungry for the for the big playoff games and for the no, big they, bowl games. No. Uh, no. I think what's going to happen is this. You're going to keep the the normal, because they're all done on, they all have their separate nights. You notice that, that nobody, no bowl game competes against the other one anymore. Everybody gets their own day, night, whatever. A Saturday may be a quadruple header, right? Um, then all of a sudden, you know, Monday night football's played. Then Tuesday has a bowl game. Wednesday has a bowl game. Okay, you're going to have these bowls scheduled in such a way was suddenly the Fiesta Bowl, which wasn't scheduled to have the semifinal this year, now has greater importance. And you group those bowls together where you're playing okay, um, you're going to have to have four of them utilized to get through the 12, right? Well, you play two on a Friday night, you play two on the Saturday. There you go. And it leads up to it. Then the next weekend, you got the semifinals. Or, you know, the next weekend, you've got it down to what? Uh, you got it down to the quarterfinals. So, again, you go two and, you know, two and two. Then you get a semifinal and the final, you're done. You just have to, you just got to add it in layers. It does not going to, it's not going to decrease the interest in the other bowls. It's probably going to, you know, if ESPN's involved, like, hey, don't forget Big Friday night. But, you know, it's going to be – it's – Oh, that's fair, yes. <laughs> hey, here we go, Friday, Saturday. I mean, maybe Fox has it part of it. I don't know. 
but here's the other part. The other reason to expand it and maybe even get another network involved in it, because financially you might have to. Because, I mean, why do you think TBS is partnering with CBS? That way they could get the max amount of money for, for the NCAA. CBS could never on its own do that. TBS never on its own could do that. Remember what TBS brings to the table. TBS brings to the table TNT and True TV. What does that mean? That means that they can help pay for their part of it because they are getting cable subscribers who are paying their bills. See, that's how it works. Same thing with this. We're coming out of a pandemic. Every athletic department, every athletic department in the nation took a massive hit. They're going to need the cash. That's why I think you need to go bold. Expanding the college football playoff is one of the few ways that intercollegiate athletics can come up with what I refer to as quick cash. I've talked about expansion for the NBA, expansion for Major League Baseball. The NFL's already done their deals. I mean, they they have now more cash than they know what to do with. All right. The NHL's already expanded. Quick cash is expansion in the NBA, expansion in Major League Baseball. That's how they try to get themselves back on track with quick cash. For intercollegiate athletics, this is the quick cash model right here. And that's where the pressure is going to come. And if I'm sitting in the room, I'm saying, guys, for interest's sake, to get the entire country involved, okay, to make the major bowl games already, okay, even more meaningful on an every year basis, and to get new TV contracts that can give us an influx of cash we need to spread to the members. That would be my pitch sitting in the room with them. Then the suit would walk in and say, no, well, let's talk about announcers. All right, all right, we'll come back. S-U-I-T, that spells suit I want to do the Peach Bowl on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet Reagan Street Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Well, ESPN sells four more years to go on this contract. And and look, they, you know, they do a good job with it. ESPN does. But I think that the door is open to talking about more teams, more competition. There's going to be a fight to get, I, I say 12. There's going to be a fight between 12 to 16 as to who will get in. All right. Uh, 
or if, if it's 12, you're talking about anywhere from 8 through 16, that grouping there. But you're also going to fight to see who gets a first-round bye, too. I think there's multiple storylines, and now you'll be talking about more teams, more parts of the country. Every Power 5 conference should get an automatic bid, and you should give an automatic bid to a Group of 5 team, which then takes that argument off the table, where suddenly a Boise State or a Central Florida or somebody along that line is now in, and guess what? Can add a little more juice to this. We'll see what they want to do with it. Today's show brought to you by a Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the Beverage Supermarket. On News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. It's going to be beautiful this weekend. It's going to be really warm and beautiful next week. So let's all go to Brewers Outlet and stock up. Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury is the beverage supermarket. And boy, do they take care of you. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. Oh, and by the way, with that warm weather, don't forget about six great flavors of slushies. Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. You walk over to a car lot, you start dreaming. And guess what? Their sales staff, they can make those dreams come true. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we bring back the king. Wow! What up? <laughs> what was that? Just, I, no, I have no words. Wow! <laughs> hey, man. I got sound effects. So, how's it going? <laughs> Doing great. Wow. No God! No God! No God! So, what's going on at State College, PA? I'm going to scrimmage tonight to go to over at Beaver Stadium. Uh, They're going to let uh, some fans in. They're going to let uh, the seniors in. This will be the final practice of the spring, so that's a big deal. Uh, I can't, not allowed to mention the name yet, but basketball did a, get a transfer in today. Not allowed because of NCAA rules. I don't want to 
Uh, oh, you can tell ste- me. St- step out of bounds. <laughs> oh, tell me. I'm not going to tell anyone. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Was he close? No. <laughs> so, Connecticut's opening 100% in three weeks. That's great. Yeah, and uh, what do you, got? you know, you wonder what's going on. You know, it's not like we're testing at zero; we're at over three percent. But um, even Dunkin' Donuts Stadium can be shoulder to shoulder, no uh, six foot distancing. But he's keeping the mask mandate on. But yeah, okay. he's opening up to everything. You can go to games. You can, you know, so. I don't know I think, about the uh, vaccine or if you have to show a valid test before you go in, but it'll be open 100%, all businesses, everything. Just the mask mandate is going to stay. Yeah, yeah we're, we're still... We, well, they increased a lot of stuff about mm, three weeks ago, Matt? Yeah, it was, on, it was Easter Sunday. Yeah, Easter everything Sunday. was 75% about so, the I most part. The door, good. I, I, yeah. think the door, I think the door will be open here in the next couple weeks, maybe a few weeks. I think maybe... you'll have full stadiums in the fall. So. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I think, I think you, we may have that by the 4th of July. Well, what would be full? I'm just saying for football. That's all I'm saying. 107,000. Well, I know that, but would, I'm saying what would be in July? Oh, July would be baseball parks like the Phillies, the Pirates. So you're talking right, like forty, right. forty-five thousand, maybe. Yeah, the, the, yeah. They, they, I think they're. I think we're headed in that direction. Minor league ballparks would be able to be filled up. Yeah. You know, a BB and T ballpark can get a you know couple twenty, couple thousand, twenty-five hundred in there. Medler yep. Field could get to five thousand plus. Uh, Reading can get seven or eight thousand. I think. I think by the time we get to the Fourth of July, I think. Those avenues might. Be, my guess is it's only a guess that those avenues are going to be open. I think is the it, only uh, question will be what I said before: Will you be required to show a vaccine card or a valid uh, COVID test negative? So yeah, um, I don't know. That, I, I wouldn't mind know. them doing that. You know, I I still think it's a bit early, but. I'm happy they're doing it. I'd rather. I think we're all adults and we can handle it. You know. So see my see my so deal is, awesome. is it couldn't be awesomer. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> press it again. I mean, I mean we're adults. My, but. my 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 thought process is on um, showing, for example, like vaccine cards is is quite simple. I've really had hoped for years the the suit was required to show us. All right, um so we'll, IT that's Phil <laughs> Suta. Hey, this is for other <laughs> I love it's that. just for it's just for other reasons. I just you know. Yeah. Hey, is he diseased? I don't know, he might be. <laughs> He's All a right. talented guy, He's a good guy. Oh. Well, don't build them up. That's it's don't don't do that. Don't don't build them up. It's like the okay. I'm on his side, man. I mean, I understand, but no, no. I slowly but surely the valley is is starting to understand what the clown show is. Get the lingerie uh, on the deck. Call the janitor. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
know what they why they named Babel the way they did? Oh no, why? They were listening to a Shikolami broadcast and they said, you know, let's call it Babel. <laughs> Is it really this easy? Apparently. <laughs> All right, so you're running the show. So what are we doing now? All right, what to watch? What to watch for week two? So let's start with Kevin because the king was on fire last week. He got this concept pretty good. Well, I got Am both I mine right. You did get both, both yours mine, right. That's I true. I got both mine right. <laughs> that is true. But we'll start with the king anyway. Okay, will LeBron James continue to be a spokesman for the United States of America? <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about that one, too. That's good. That's good. What a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Even O.J. Simpson corrected him. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had enough of him, too. Like, enough. Uh, uh, he, he's just, he seems to know everything about everything. But the problem is he's got 50 million followers, you know? Yes. So if they listen to him, it's like, oh, my God, this is scary. I'm not uh, I'm not saying stick to sports or the shut up and play thing, but, like, enough's enough. <laughs> there comes to yeah, a point where I mean, you just God, need to be silent. If you're going to voice an opinion, make sure you get all the facts first, yes. you know? Um Telling the cop he's next. <laughs> oh my God! If it was your daughter, LeBron, what would you have hoped for? You know. Anyway, that's my first one. That's a good one, Steve. The Eagles will make a first-round pick that will make Matt blow a gasket. <laughs> they will then make a second-round pick where Matt will then blow two gaskets. <laughs> What happens if they mess up the third round pick? At this point, you're not even going to be Flat watching. Tires. <laughs> hey, hey, you're going to go out and slash your own tires. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just drive down to Novacare and do it to Howie's and we'll be fine. <laughs> if you ask me for a prediction, I'm <laughs> predicting that you're going to make a pick and you're just going to blow a gasket. Unfortunately, that may happen. The Friday show when we're back again. <laughs> Right. I'm just going to have to sit here, and I'm not going to say much of anything. I'm just going to let you ramble on for a while. <laughs> I'm just going to just collect a check and go. <laughs> All right, you well, guys get paid to do this? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it, it does. <laughs> right. Two out of Four three of us up. do. Two out of three of us do. <laughs> I think I think he I think he was asking for a raise just because of I'm, right. I can get intolerable sometimes. I spent forty dollars on sound effects. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you the feel better, going it, well. It, 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 I mean, if it makes you feel better in twelve minutes, I'm on serious for free. <laughs> that makes you feel better. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm actually going to stick with the draft. A little bit early, but I'll start with it for next week. <laughs> and I'm going to go with how many players are going to accidentally refuse to take a hug from Roger Goodell now that he's cleared to hug a player because he's fully vaccinated. <laughs> That's a good one. Or a fake hug. Or a you fake know? hug. Fake like you're gonna and then walk away. Or or go in for the elbow <laughs> thing. That's become the new COVID handshake. And, 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 yeah, and Roger's coming in to bear hug him. That's a good one. <laughs> Something to look for. There you go. Especially Micah. Let's see what Micah does. 
Oh, he'll, he'll hug be there. Him, boy. Oh, I know. No, he will. That's true. He'll, no, he'll hug him. There you go. Okay. Mine. Will Bruce, Caitlin, Jenner be the new governor of California? <laughs> As he, she has announced he his, her candidacy for governor of California. Who do you think, boys? Do you think he, she would do a good job? I mean, you have this vision of him waving the American flag on the Wheaties box. <laughs> and then this new vision, which... I can't explain. And then, so what do you think? Can he win? <laughs> Steve? <laughs> I predict Steve? that in round, I, I predict that rounds four through seven, the Eagles will make a bunch of picks that make Matt blow a gasket. <laughs> Come on, it's a sports question. Yeah, at one time, he was the greatest athlete in the world. And again, I think in rounds four through seven, Matt's going to blow another cast. <laughs> I'll just say there's a chance. I'll, we'll leave it at that. It's a freak show today, so you never know. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to – oh, actually, no, you go You go next, Steve. Your second one. I already did. Oh, that was rounds your second one. All right. Seven, you're going to blow another gasket. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. I'll stick with the NFL. Now, fortunately, it's on a Saturday, so I'll just have to delete your text. It's <laughs> true. That is that is exactly true. <laughs> what are they doing? Howie Roseman, what are they doing? Uh, and I'm, I mean, there are people that in an office put you on a couch and make a couple hundred dollars an hour <laughs> to do what I do with you on an everyday basis. <laughs> I was one of them who paid the $200. <laughs> I worked out well for me. <laughs> I can hear it's paying off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sticking with the NFL here. How many NFL players will change their jersey numbers this weekend after the rule came out yesterday? And how That's many weird. single digits are we yeah. going to see? A bunch. That's you're a good see, one, man. You're, yeah. you're going to see single digits all over the place. You're going to see single digits all over the place because that, that that is something that in college football, when they allowed single digits in the mid-80s, because they didn't allow single digits until the mid-80s, and when they did, it was a flood. Mm. In fact, there are certain programs right now where they, they reserve single digits for older players who earn it. Now, not everywhere. I'm saying there's certain programs that do. It's like an honor to get it. The NFL, they're going to be flooded with single-digit guys all over the place. Good question. I think Jalen, my J- third one, Matt. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey will be but, one of the first. He'll be a single-digit guy. Yes. Yep. I got to go to the bullpen here, and I'm going to move to Pop Rock. And this is a big deal. Will Madonna's daughter... Shave her armpits this week. Good Lord. Come Did you again? See her on the internet? I'm like, by God, girl. You're a beautiful girl. Shave those things. So. <laughs> it's coming out of the bullpen. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
found it stunning. I'm just clicking through the internet. I'm like, oh my God, what the heck? That's Madonna's daughter. But Madonna never shaved her armpits either, so uh, there you go. I, I was also unaware of that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a wealth of knowledge here. I'm gonna just call me anytime. I so. can't say I didn't notice during the Super Bowl halftime show uh, several years ago. <laughs> Google it. I don't know if I want to. I'll, okay. I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> Steve, what do you got? Oh, I'm yeah, my turn? Okay. <laughs> yes, um, your turn. Great, great. Penn State football scrimmage tonight uh, will be the last practice for the spring for Penn State. There will be a bunch of people that will make comments about it that won't, that won't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going right. on. I didn't see it. <laughs> That's okay. Good. Yeah, I've heard like we had we had two B writers on this week, and none are going to be there. Well, you know that you know why because it's a Friday night and they don't have Saturday editions. Oh, that's that, true. That's the, yes. that's the reason. That's the reason why there have been a lot of newspapers, Saturday Daily Times being one, that no longer carry a Saturday edition. So that's why they they they're not going to do it. A lot of people have asked whether Jack and I were broadcasting it. We did last Saturday, so we're you know which was supposed to be originally the last spring practice, but circumstances gave them three extra ones. So tonight's the last one, and there are going to be a lot of people commenting about. Oh, I heard Clifford was bad. I heard it was great. I heard it was yeah. You heard. You have no idea. It's like. <laughs> Now the question is: Are you going to watch from the booth, even though you're not on the air? Or are you going to yeah. go somewhere else? Yeah. No, no. I always, I always watch. Every time they scrimmage in Beaver Stadium, I always watch from the booth. For usually the first seventy-five percent of it, then I usually go down to the field for the last twenty-five percent. Now is Jack coming? No, Jack is not. I'll, I'll call him and talk to him about it Monday. Okay. Just curious how this yeah. is working here. All right. No, I'm just. I'm Will just you call me booth. and tell me about it? <laughs> Sure, whatever you want. <laughs> I wouldn't know what you were talking about. Are they going to be good this year? Actually, I think they're going to be very good this year. Sean Clifford. I mean, so this will be this will be what the eleventh practice I've been to. Um, it's interesting how the blue white game play. I'll give you a good blue white game story. 2008, Penn State has an open quarterback competition. Anthony Morelli's graduated, and it's Daryl Clark and Pat Devlin, two good candidates. Well, they go through the spring, and in the spring game, Pat Devlin is, looks phenomenal. And Daryl Clark is like, I don't know, three of seven passing or something like that. Well, I go out to speaking engagements, and everybody's asking me about Pat Devlin. I said, what are, you, what are you talking about, Pat Devlin? I said, hey, Pat's really good, but I think Daryl Clark's going to be the quarterback. They're looking at me like I've got, like, eight eyes. I said, guys, you have to remember, I, I saw the other 14 practices, <laughs> okay? okay. So, you saw one. <laughs> Daryl Clark once asked me when when I thought he won the job, and I said it was after the third spring practice. That's how that's how long he was the starting quarterback. All right. All right. Oh. Then my final one. I'm sticking with the NFL again. <laughs> I didn't mean to do this, but I just kind of came up to mind there. Everyone is talking about Nick Sirianni saying that he played rock paper scissors with prospects in the Zoom meetings this week. 
everyone thinks he's just kind of weird, and I don't necessarily mind that. It's different, whatever. So, my question is, how many prospects will do rock, paper, scissors when they are picked in the draft this weekend, or next weekend for the Eagles? <laughs> Six. Will anybody do it to, will the first round pick do it to Roger Goodell before he takes the hug or try or forgets that he's, he can't take the hug? You know. The Eagles even have a coach? Yeah, Nick Sirianni. He's the head coach. Oh, he's a, he's the coach? Yeah, okay. yeah, he's the new coach. Yeah. yeah, he got hired a while ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he was the former Colts offensive coordinator under Frank Reich. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that might make him really good. Oh. Wow. Rock, paper, scissors. I just can't wait for the freaking thing to be over. If you, you put on sports talk and that's all they talk about, and there's so many scenarios, you get confused. Yeah, You're the like, draft is one of the greatest weekends ever. You can't yeah, wish that away. Yeah, it's a great weekend. I'm glad it's going to be here. You know, <laughs> The Giants will pick nobody. And it's, uh, what's his name will be running for his life again. So. Well, you know what? I think the one thing, the draft last year, which had been the only show in town, got massive ratings. Now, it's going to be outdoors in Cleveland, which I think is going to be pretty good. So, Cleveland's the new place to go. Good for them. Oh. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. You too, King. I got to cook tonight. I'm going to Subway. So, have a good weekend. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.